always wondered about motive and what makes people do the things they do. I certainly do. And it baffles my mind. Like, money. When you find out someone is murdered, like I, you know, as you know, watch a lot of murder shows. Uh, this guy on an episode poisoned three different people with cyanide so that he could kill his wife with cyanide and it would look like a mass cyanide killer. Um, he was putting it in, I think, ephedrine or Sudafed tablets in the blister packs. Um, two people died, but his wife was not one of them. I think he got, it was only going to be like, uh, it was less than $100,000 too. But the thing is that he needed it to pay back some restitution. Now, how they caught him was handwritten analytics. Handwritten analysis is fascinating. Now, it's like, no matter how much you mask it, no matter how much you try, handwriting is a way to identify someone. There are so many different ways to identify somebody, but handwriting is definitely something that is definitely easy to identify someone. Um, you know, either you have different loops and an E, how you do that, it's really hard to change. Like, say you're trying to forge your signature, you really gotta practice it a long time. I remember when I knew my mom's signature and was little, I could forge that like crazy, but, you know, it's like, as I got older, got into my own handwriting, it's just kind of stuck. My handwriting actually looks like a very young child's handwriting. But, again, motives, um, I don't know why people do anything they do, and, uh, it, it's, I don't know, it, I don't know the statistics of how many murders actually are gotten away with as far as how many are not, um, and it's, like, hard to know. I would think there's, like, national statistics somewhere. But, you know, when you watch TV shows, it makes it look like they catch everybody, which hopefully they do. But. I, I don't know. It's, like, it leads us to another thing. Like, do we have the right to execute somebody for killing somebody? Wouldn't that go against the Bible? As in, killing is a sin, and God will take care of people that kill. And, you know, that, that's a difficult answer. Um, you know, I noticed, like, you know, like, the difference between, like, murder charges are, like, whether it's planned out, the severity, what they do with the body afterwards, and how many. So, if you're a family annihilator, meaning you kill your family, you're usually going to get the death penalty. Uh, children, that's a capital murder usually if you cross state lines, like kidnapping and then kill a child. Um, cutting up a body, definitely you're going to probably get it. But uh, if you shoot somebody because they were with your wife and you throw them on the side of a bank, you'll probably get like 25 years to life and get out in about 20 it's a crime of passion, you know, it's 
But if you happen to be hanging out with somebody that kills somebody, you can do just as much time as that person who killed the person. So you want to be careful when you're driving a car or in the car and someone starts acting weird comes out bloody from somewhere. You just gotta watch out for those things because anybody can be a murderer. And it sounds insane, but it's like these things are not usually planned out. You know, they never say like, oh, I knew it. I knew my whole life this guy was gonna kill somebody. Well, they do about certain people, but in general, no, nobody has any clue. It's like they just snap and do it. That's how it is. It's very... I don't know. First degree murder is usually something that's planned out. But... Not necessarily. It doesn't have to be planned out even... Like... uh, Having a chance to change your mind means it's planned out. So even five minutes in advance would be planned out. Murder where you had the chance, okay, I pick up this knife, I'm going to do it. That makes it premeditated. If it's out of pure emotion and you snap or have like abused woman syndrome and don't know what's going on, then it's more like an excuse for one or self-defense. If you really had to use reasonable force because your life was at risk or someone in your family or someone else's life at risk, then you can use deadly force. But it depends on the state and things like that. Like, I mean, FBI murders or anything. The FBI is called in for murder a lot, especially if it's a children's case. Because kidnapping is an FBI matter. Um, But they make a lot of mistakes with teenagers and don't look for them quick enough. And the first 48 hours are crucial in any missing persons investigation. Um, each hour that goes by is less chance that they're alive. Um, sometimes uh, somebody will kidnap someone and then things get too far. And then they're like, oh wait, they recognize me, they know who I am, they're going to turn me in, I better kill them. Well, number one, your DNA is all over that, so you're going to get caught anyway. But bodies don't just stay gone forever usually. That's the thing. They are always, like, nobody digs, like, eight feet or puts concrete over or anything like that. They throw them inside of the road, put them in a ditch. Leave them at their own house. And just evidence everywhere. It just baffles me how stupid murderers are, really. Um, I don't know. Murder shows are entertaining, though, because... I don't know. They portray in a way that doesn't make it too emotional and hard to handle, but in a way where you're like, it's a whodunit, you know, type thing, like investigation ID and the crime networks. And there's a lot of podcasts on murder. It's a very popular topic, crime sprees, murder, things like that. But they always, you know, show how serious it is too. Sometimes they do change names and details to protect those who are victims. And they usually have, like, people that knew the victims on. There's something that is entertaining, but 
don't take it too far. Um, don't use it for any ideas on how to do things. You just don't want to listen to any of these people and you'll kill someone anyway. Like, they don't show like people that got away with them. That would be insane. Except I almost got away with it. Or, you know, disappeared. Those are ones to, like, help. Like, you know, like, how Ellis murders are solved is through tips and information. And, you know, a huge case can have thousands of tips. Most of them are useless, and I don't know why people call in with useless information about something so serious, but they do. Um, so there's a lot of time for these police officers chasing down these leads and their whole lives are spent when they have a murder case on that especially if it's a child kidnapping case and you know if someone's killed a child then they are non-stop bleeds into all areas of their life and being a homicide detective is an incredibly taxing job you see things that still like that don't desensitize you most of these people when they are talking about a case are saying like they couldn't believe what they saw and don't deal with our homicides that's why the FBI gets involved so much because average police department in a town or township or suburb or county doesn't have the resources to deal with a complex case that is not cut and dry. It always amazes me how many people confess. Confession is really needed a lot of the time. Uh, Blaring up isn't really good either, but 